The evolution of modern senior housing has created not only tremendous lifestyle advantages for today's retirees, but also welcome opportunities for investors. Learn why and how, coming up on this edition of Your Money Manual with Vince Annable. And now from his office in Scottsdale, Arizona, here's your host, the CEO of Wealth Strategies Advisory Group and the Household Endowment Model, Vince Annable. Welcome to Your Money Manual, the educational show we designed around the fact that when it comes to investing, your money doesn't come with instructions. So our goal is to provide you with valuable information from industry experts to help you with your investment decisions. On this edition... I'd like to talk about an often overlooked class of real estate, and that's senior housing. Seems like most all of us, as we get older, sometimes come to a place where we need to go to some sort of a senior housing. And because there are so many of us these days, it seems like uh, our future may be a senior housing facility for many So today, my guest is Robert Bourne, CEO and co-founder of Bourne Financial Group. Bob has over 45 years of financial and investment experience in the capital markets, senior housing, healthcare, hospitality, restaurant, retail, office, multifamily, and residential development sectors. Prior to him forming Born Financial Group in 2014, Bob partnered with James Seneff for over 40 years in building CNL Financial Group, serving as its vice chairman and on the board of directors for many of CNL's sponsored funds. We spent some time together. We have done several meetings together, and I came away with the fact that we really needed to get Bob on the program. Uh, because he is an expert, and we like to bring all of you experts. So, Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you, Vince. I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you today. Your team at Bourne Financial Group has 130-plus years of combined investment experience. You don't look that old, Bob. And that's in a variety of real estate sectors, including retail, hospitality, restaurants. However, your company specializes in senior housing development. Why senior housing, Bob? Well, thanks, Vince. You're right. Uh, Yes, during my 40-year career at CNL, we did invest over $30 billion across a wide variety of real estate sectors. Uh, We invested $6 billion in seniors' housing Uh, We also, as you said, invested in restaurants, hotels, freestanding real estate properties, and other sectors. When I retired from CNL in 2013 and started Bourne Financial Group with my son, Kyle, we felt that the development of seniors' housing communities would provide the best risk-adjusted returns for our investors. And at that time, as we were doing our research and terms of trying to uh, figure out what sector we wanted to specialize, we saw that there was a convergent of events that were taking place in seniors' housing. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you go back to the early 2000s, since that period of time, there really had not been a lot of new development in seniors' housing. Of course, we went through the whole 08-09 Great Recession, and there was not a lot of new seniors' housing development. 
So what we were able to do was form strategic alliances with a number of our regional seniors housing operators, some operators that I've had relationships with that date back to the late 1990s, that were looking for a financial partner, a financial partner like us that had both the real estate and capital markets expertise to help them grow their businesses. Are you solely focused at this time on raising construction capital for these projects, or are you involved in other ways such as property management? Well, Vince, we feel that our expertise is that we can be the very best at first identifying good seniors housing markets for development, and then second, raising the equity and the debt to build these communities. That's our expertise. We know that we can't be the best at development or construction, so we look to partner with people who are the best at that, um, as well as we also engage third-party consultants to help us oversee the development of our communities. Likewise, we don't operate our communities, so we form joint ventures. We have five to six great regional seniors housing operator relationships that manage our community communities. But then again, you know, we have team members, people in our company that oversee the management. But we're clearly focused on uh, using our expertise uh, to identify where are the best seniors housing markets for development and then raising the capital and the equity uh, and debt financing to build these communities. You currently have a portfolio that consists of 23 properties in select markets from the East Coast to the Pacific Northwest. What criteria do you use in selecting your markets for development? That's a great question, Vince. We feel that the key to our success is focusing on what we call undersupplied markets where existing seniors housing communities already built, existing seniors housing communities are very old yet they're very full. Let me give you an example of this. As you know, we're currently developing a seniors housing community in Silverdale, which is a suburb of Seattle. Silverdale is a great example of what we call this old yet full philosophy. This is an ideal scenario for us. The average seniors housing community in that market is 31 years old yet the average occupancy rate is above 97%. And furthermore, there haven't been any new communities built there since 2002. So we like to go into communities that are underserved, they're old yet full. Other factors that we like to see in these markets are a strong population growth, which of course Seattle has that, the wealth of the seniors that are located in that area, strong home values, uh, obviously proximity to hospitals and medical office buildings, and especially where as you uh, scan the horizon, you don't see any other seniors housing projects that are in the construction pipeline. That's a you know perfect scenario for us in terms of how we select our markets for development. That's great information. Makes people comfortable when they know uh, they're doing business with you that you have the ability to select and find these specialized locations. What is it about your properties that really allow them to stand out from the crowd 
in what is a growing industry and a growing asset class. Vince, I mean, this is a, sort of a statistic that I think takes time for to sink in with folks, but I know this may be hard to imagine, but over 50% of all of our seniors housing communities in this country were built prior to the year 2000, which means they're at least 20 years old or older. So what does that mean to us? Well, not only is the physical plant, the buildings of these older communities aging, but most of them lack the amenities that seniors are demanding today. We focus on constructing uh, new seniors housing communities with amenities that today's generation of residents are demanding. And unfortunately, the older existing competition can't replicate. So what does that include? Well, some of these amenities would be multiple dining options, including fine dining, bistros, fast casual dining, such as made to order pizzas. We have on-site lounges where our residents can meet their friends and family for a happy hour. We've actually found that having great dining options is always a great selling point with potential residents. They don't want to go and eat at the same place three times a day, uh, seven days a week. Other amenities that we find you'll find in our communities are movie theater rooms or interactive entertainment. Uh, we have several communities that have Wii Bowling, so it's a chance for the residents to enjoy that, but also their grandkids at well, as well. We also bring off-site amenities on-site, such as having a beauty salon, a gym, even in some cases a pool. Yet at the same time, we provide transportation for our residents, for those that can still get out and uh, go to their doctor's appointments or whatever. But for those residents that, where it's tough to get around, we found that having these amenities on-site really helps. And so... At the end of the day, we think the bottom line is that when you're competing against older existing seniors housing communities that can't replicate the amenities that we believe that we're able to provide you know, for our residents, gives our investors a sustainable competitive advantage. Well, I would uh, certainly say after seeing some of those facilities and comparing the 20-year-old-plus to your facilities, uh, I can't even imagine somebody wanting to go for the older version. I mean, it's almost like party time coming to senior housing over there with all the different options they have with you guys. We often talk about non-correlated investments on our program as a favorable way to mitigate risk when we build out our investor portfolios. How has the senior housing sector fared compared to other asset classes during times of high market volatility, similar to what we're seeing now? Well, Vince, as you know, we've talked about this in some of our meetings and client uh, functions. Of all the traditional real estate sectors, seniors housing has performed the best because it's a needs-based investment. So regardless of market volatility or whatever, seniors will need to be cared for and our communities will continue to produce the returns for our investors. For example, seniors housing, we, had this, we have this slide, seniors housing 
is the only real estate sector. Let me say that again. It's the only real estate sector that had positive year-over-year rent growth during a Great Recession. We were able to keep our communities full and push through annual rental increases, where if you looked at a lot of the other real estate sectors that relied on what I'd call more discretionary spending, they had a significant drop in their year-over-year rent growth. So that's historically looking forward, you know, obviously it's hard to forecast exactly what the future holds, but I think I can say with a lot of confidence that with the pending uh, silver tsunami of aging baby boomers that begin to turn 80 beginning in 2026, we're pretty confident that the demand for our communities, if anything, uh, will continue to increase. Another great reason for diversification and uh, including seniors' housing in a portfolio. So last question for you, Bob. How do you see the future of senior housing sector in terms of innovation and growth and in light of the current economic situation we find ourselves in as a result of this COVID-19? Well, let me take the question of growth first because I think the statistics are pretty staggering. In terms of growth, our target market is U.S. citizens that are 75 and older. Well, this demographic, 75 plus, is expected to double from 23 million people today to 46 million by the year 2040. Well, currently, the seniors housing industry needs to deliver about 50,000 new units annually to keep up with the demand between now and 2025, and then 100,000 units per year after that. However, the industry has never delivered more than about 30,000 units in any given year. So based on these numbers, we think the future for seniors housing is really bright. As it relates to innovation, uh, we like that the seniors housing uh, doesn't run the risk of technological obsolescence. People can't live in the internet. We think innovation will be concentrated in a couple areas in terms of how to provide better care for our residents. Uh, One example would be what we call wearable technology. Think of Apple Watches or similar products that'll give operators better data on their residents' health. Another big area will be telemedicine, where residents can video conference with their primary care or specialty physicians. These are technologies that are being developed in the broader healthcare market today, and we believe that they will definitely make their way into the seniors' housing uh, communities over the coming years. As it relates to the current economic situation we find ourselves in with uh, COVID-19, we believe that seniors' housing is the best form of daily care that are available uh, for seniors today. Uh, It is our opinion, we truly believe this, that the COVID-19 virus pandemic will make it evident that seniors' housing provides a superior benefit to any other alternative, which would be primarily hiring the services of a home health care provider. And as you know, home health care relies on the ability of the care staff to travel to all their clients and provide the needed care. Well, if these care providers aren't able to come to the home, 
then the responsibility of taking care of the seniors falls on the relatives um, in in that particular family. I will say on you know that no seniors housing community is totally immune from the possibility of its residents being impacted by COVID-19, but all of our residents and our communities receive 24-7 supervision from the care or the nursing staff at the community. They're in contact with each resident's primary care physician, and if they need to take any quick emergency action for a resident, they have the ability to do that. So we believe, hands down, the best place for seniors to be, especially during an environment like this, is in a controlled environment where they have 24-7 supervision uh, from the staff of these communities that are all experienced with this. I mean, every year uh, they're prepared for the latest flu epidemic that may be going through the country. And so they're very well prepared. They have great protocols in place and we believe that that is the best solution for taking care of seniors. Wow. Bob, thanks so much for being on the show today. Folks, I hope you can appreciate that you have heard from uh, one of the pillars in our industry. That is my opinion, and I think the opinion of many others. You've gotten a really great 30,000-foot view today of seniors housing, and it's been shared by one of the premier experts in the real estate world. So Bob, thanks so much for being on the show and helping us to educate and learn more about senior housing as part of a diversified investment strategy. I'm sure our listeners will get a lot out of this. Thank you, Vince. You're certainly welcome. If you'd like to learn more about wealth planning for the 2020s, you may be interested in learning more about the household endowment model. If so, you can order a copy of my book, The Household Endowment Model, Wealth Planning for Affluent Families, by just clicking on themusa.net. That's themusa.net. Or you can click over to amazon.com, type in the Household Endowment Model in the search bar. Many of you probably have some stress in your portfolios today. And one of our services at Wealth Strategies Advisory Group is to provide a portfolio stress test. There's absolutely no obligation, but we would take a look at your current portfolio to see what kind of stress might be in there, especially after the last several weeks. So if you would like that, please feel free to contact us and you can give us a call at 833-THEM-USA, 833 T-H-E-M-U-S-A. I'm Ben Sanibel. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you on the next edition of Your Money Manual. We hope you enjoyed this edition of our program. And now that Your Money Manual is available as an Apple podcast, we hope you'll leave us with a rating and a quick review on iTunes. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and other top podcast channels. In addition, you can like and follow us at the Household Endowment Model on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time. This program has been presented for the education of our listeners only and is not intended as investment advice, nor is it intended as a solicitation of investment products or services of any kind. We encourage you to seek the advice of a licensed professional financial advisor before making any investment decisions.